Hello everyone and welcome to the Little Things Podcast, where we step away from the big picture and we look at all the lovely things this world has to offer. Hello, I'm your host Alexis Scott and welcome to today's episode. Alrighty, hello, hello, welcome back. I have missed you all so very much and I'm so glad to be back and filming and just being able to have conversations and be back. I have taken a little break. I'll fill you in on what's happened, but I am pre-recording a bunch of episodes today and so I'll have them and they'll be out on time and they'll be here. I'm going to post the ones that I missed just straight in a row without waiting and then once I get caught up, then the scheduling will start to go every Sunday be posted. So it will all end up normal again, but for right now, we're just catching up on what I missed and all of the episodes and content that was supposed to be posted and done, but was not, and that is completely my bad, but we are making up for it and we are recording these episodes and we are going to be able to have the things out. So welcome back. I have really missed you guys. So I have been very busy lately. It is summer, so of course, you know, summer and all the things that happen. I I had an internship which was great it was a really eye-opening opportunity for me it was really great I did graphic design and marketing and then I went to accounting and I learned a lot and I learned a lot about how just a corporation works and how business is done and dealt with and the environment which is something that I find very intriguing as somebody who wants to own their own company and go far with it it was really interesting to see just different aspects of how a company works so I was very thankful for that it was a fun time and and that took out about a month and then just relaxing from that a bit, trying to get my head in the game because summer is slowly starting to go away and I am not ready for it. There will be an episode about that, which I'm really excited for, but also very sad because I don't want summer to end. I just think that summer is probably the one time of the year where it's very calm and relaxing especially for a high school student that's for a later episode but it's kind of sad because i don't want it to happen but at the same time it's like oh i have to accept it but i don't want to i really don't want to because i love summer and speaking of that also since we're doing a little catch-up the summer i turned pretty season two is finally out and i am so excited i love it so much i read all the books i've watched season one probably three times read the books like physical books two times and then i read like listened to the audiobooks a bit and i just it just makes me happy it's a very comforting show to me and it just makes me feel i don't know it's just maybe it's just my teenage girl kicking in being like kicking my feet in the air and loving it but i adore it very much so that's what i've been watching is season two and the new episode comes out episode four comes out this friday I'm recording this Thursday, so I'm very excited for that and to see where it goes. With all of that said, life has been doing good, so we are going to get back to posting podcast episodes, being back. So let's start the episode, shall we? Okay, so in the last episode, we talked about standards for ourselves, and this episode is continuing that series of standards but we are focusing on standards we set with our friends and what that means, how we set them, how we can be around people and really notice what we need as we go through friendships or look for friends or meet people. So that's what we're talking about today. So we talked about that in the last episode that you have to have standards for yourself and 
before you can do anything else. Like, the standards you set for yourself, you apply to other people, and it makes your life more focused on you and how you go through life without blindless, endlessly walking. It gives you a reason, almost. That's a good way to say it. So, we have to have standards for ourselves. That's, like, the most important things. And we can't really be friends with other people or be, quote-unquote, a good friend if we don't know ourselves first. Because... The reality of it is people are very much, people are very much moldable, if that makes sense. People are able to be molded to what other people want or what they think other people want. And it's hard to be completely sure of yourself that this is who I am. I'm not going to change. And of course, change is good sometimes. Maybe you do need to have a little bit of shifting in your life. But most of the time, when you don't really know who you are, you can be easily influenced by the people who you're around. And from personal cases, I've done it. I've been easily influenced. Completely 180 changed how I was. And I wasn't really happy with that. So it made me realize, okay, I need to know who I am. And I need to be surrounded by the people who I know will love me and support me for who I am as a person, but also help me grow and not take me back. And another thing is that friendships take time. So when we're going and starting looking for friendships and we're talking about finding people who match our like energy or match like, hey, I'm going to help you grow. You're going to help me grow. It's going to take time to find those people and you're not going to find them immediately. It is easy to just say, I'm going to have a ton of friends and just be friends with everyone. And yes, that is the case with some people that you can go and be friends with a lot of people. It's also, you have to realize who are you keeping closest to you? Who is your inner circle? Because the friends who you surround yourself with heavily impact you. You're a mix of the top three people you hang out with. So you have to be very careful in selecting, okay, who am I going to really spend my time and invest my time and not waste theirs? Who are those people going to be? And even if it's one person, you have to really think. And friendships are a weird concept to think about overall because people are naturally don't want to be lonely. We want to have friends. We want to have relationships. We don't want to be alone. So when you have high standards for friendships, it will easily start to kind of limit how many people you're going to be willing to invest time in. So it's going to lead to a smaller pool of people. But that's what makes it interesting because you have all of these people in the world. You're not going to click with everyone. Not everyone's going to like you, but the people who do click with you and will stick by your side, you know, okay, I'm going to do the same for them. But that takes time and it takes effort. So the first thing we have to realize when we're talking about standards and friendships is we need to realize what standards do we have for ourselves that if you were your best friend, what would you do for you? Like write this out in a list. Like what exactly if you were your own friend, what would you do? And this list might be small, it might be long, depending on who you are. But write that list out either in the notes app, on Notion, on paper, whatever you're using for this. Realize and be very realistic with it because it's easy to be delusional and I am very much guilty of this, so I will admit it first one too, that it's easy to be delusional with friendships and your standards for them. And here is one example of why it is easy to be delusional. TV shows and the shows we grew up with as kids. Now, this might sound silly, just out of the blue, like what does TV shows have to do with standards and friendships? 
but bear with me here. When I was growing up, I used to watch like Monster High, My Little Pony, Barbie, Winx Club, Sailor Moon, a bunch of shows where it was like a friend group. Like you always had shows where it was a friend group. And I used to dream, full on dream of having that ideal friend group, like the ones in Monster High and My Little Pony. Who would be my rarity? Who would be the Rainbow Dash? Who would be the Twilight? Who would be those characters? So my standards for friendships were high to begin with because of the shows and the media I watched and I read and I saw because I wanted those friendships so badly. And now as a 17 year old who has had multiple friendships who haven't lasted that long or haven't, I, have, I don't really have a lot of friends that I've known forever. Most of the friendships I've had ran their course and then moved on. And there's nothing wrong with that because people come into your life for a reason to teach you a lesson and then once that lesson's taught if you still need more learning they'll be there if not they won't but i do have one friend who i've known since pre-k childhood pretty much and i was talking to her about this because she watched a lot of the same media i did and she said well why is it that friendships are so like difficult or different from the ones we see as tv shows and it made me really think that we are so delusional about friendships. But yeah, at the same time, those friendships are possible. It just takes time and effort to find them. So it's a back and forth that I was going about because part of me is like, well, that's not realistic. And then part of me is like, heck yeah, it's realistic. There's no way and chance that these shows just popped out of anywhere. These friendships were based on something. So this is where the standards come in of being delusional. We have to be realistic. What can we put in as a friend and what do we know 100% that we could give to others as a friend. Circling back the list, write it down, all of it. Now, say you have 56 things, random number out there. That's perfectly okay. As many things as you need, write it down, be in detail. Once you write it down, highlight the top five or top 10 most important things of your standards. Like baseline, I will not have a friendship if these five to 10 things are not there. That is a great place to start. Write it down, highlight those things. Okay, say one standard you have for your friends is that they see the positives and things that are not negative all the time. So if you come across somebody who you're like, oh, maybe I will be friends with them, but they're always negative, they can never see positives, then it's probably not gonna hit your standards list and it will bring you down. And I asked one of my current friends this, and her and I have become very close in a span of maybe six months, not very long. So I asked her and I, I'm just seeing what would your standards be for friendships? Because I wanted to see what other people thought of this. And well, I asked around and I asked some people that I know, what are their current standards for friendships? Like what do they need to have in a friendship that's just like one? So a few of the things that I saw or got received back from them or one, respect. Respect seems to be a huge thing in friendship. And there's two points to this. One, they respect themselves, which that comes back to respecting your standards and knowing who you are. Then the second is respecting the friend, respecting their boundaries, respecting their likes, their dislikes, what they do, just respecting them. And I think respect is a huge thing and it needs to be more focused on in a friendship because when you're friends, you're putting in an effort to go out there and be somebody's someone else like to be there for someone else so you have to respect that and if they can't respect that back then maybe that's not a case another thing is cares about other things in life so when i say this and from what i gathered from what they were telling me that when you respect other things and 
when you have other things in life that you focus on, not one goal, one aspect of life, like there's, they're a colorful person. It makes it easier to be friends with them and not feel like you're getting suffocated by them. So maybe one of your standards is they have to have multiple interests. They can't just be black and white. They have to be colorful. The next thing with friendships for another standard example is respecting their time. So one standard is to respect their time and your own time, like vice versa mutual effort. So say if you have a friend and say you've only known them for maybe a two months period but you haven't really hung out a lot and say you've been trying to reach out and be like hey let's hang out, let's, like, let's go get lunch, let's go see a movie, let's go to the mall, let's go bike riding, whatever hangout you want to do and they're like oh well yeah sure I'll do it and then five minutes beforehand they're like uh well, sorry, I can't make it. And they continuously do this and flake out. That's not very respectful and that's not very good friendship. Maybe that should be a standard, respecting your time, but you also respect their time. Another example of a standard is competition and competitiveness and jealousy. So while we're making the standards list, another thing that has come very kind of whiplashed me a bit when I thought about it is jealousy and competitiveness in friendships. Now this is an original thought and it kind of sparked my brain while I was listening to Anything Goes, Emma Chamberlain's podcast, which absolutely adores one of the main reasons I started podcasting. But one example that she said when she was talking about friendships is that there should be no jealousy or competition in a friendship. Because when you have competition in a friendship, you're constantly fighting for something and there's constantly something that is a tension between you two. Now, if it's an acquaintance or something like that, understandable. If your friendship has jealousy or competition in it, it makes that friendship easily toxic because you're constantly feeling negative emotions towards that person. And jealousy is a huge component because you're like, oh, well, they got that new shirt that I wanted. So now I'm going to be like, oh, well, I have to get that new shirt. But it's not like, oh, I love that shirt you got. I think I'm going to get it too. And the friend's like, yeah, totally. We can be matching. Have at it. But instead they're like, well, I got the shirt first. So you're copying me. That is not how friendships work by any means. If there's anything like, oh, you're copying me. Or, oh, well, I did it first. So I don't know why you're trying to steal my idea. Like from both sides, that's not a good friendship. A friendship is supposed to boost you up, help you grow, help you move forward in life. So when that's the case, it makes life seem kind of like life's kind of against me because when you surround yourself by people who are toxic, for lack of a better term, it makes life very draining and it makes it hard because the whole purpose of life and the goal to live is to enjoy the life you live, be happy, be doing what you love, be surrounded by people who love you, who you love. And that's not easy when you have people constantly dragging you down. And those people are your friends. So you have to have standards for your friendship. Like, it's so important. So we've made our list, right? We've put all of our standards, we talked about standards, and we've highlighted our most important things. So here's a point that I wanted to add that I've always been told by my parents and to me I didn't really get it at first. I of course when you're little and you're what 14, 13 and you're in middle school and you get told this you're like oh, I don't know what that means. I'm just gonna enjoy life and be friends with whoever I want to because I think they're cool. And here is the quote 
I should say of the day, but it's really the first point that I think being told this really helped me see life differently. And it really helps me guide by my standards of who I hang out with and my moral compass. And those two go hand in hand. But here is a quote. Water seeks its own level. Let's think about that. Water seeks its own level. You know how water has the sea levels? Like the earth has sea level and water flows at different points. So say if you have two glasses of water and one is up full, like it is filled to the brim and the other one is partially fooled right? If you put both waters in the same container, they're going to even out and there's going to be no difference. But say if you have those two containers at different levels, they're not trying to like reach down to the other levels until you mix them together. So this is kind of the same with people that you surround yourself with. So because we're on the topic of friendships, how are friends made? They're made by who you surround yourself with and who you get out there and meet. So if you're looking for a friendship that's like a certain way, you need to be looking at the place of the group that you want to have those friendships with. And I will say that I am somebody who has multiple times judged books by its covers and a lot of the friendships that I have currently are people who I would never have thought I would have been friends with. But I stepped out of my comfort zone and I met with people who sure we don't do the same hobbies or do the same sports or do the same extracurriculars whatever it is but seeing those people you wouldn't think oh i'm gonna go out of my way and be like oh i'm gonna be friends with all of them but you meet one person in that group and you click instantly and maybe that's just because that one person is different from the water scenario but there's two scenarios to this and i want to mention both because it's kind of a complicated thing to grasp i know it was for me so i'm gonna give two scenarios of why who you surround yourself with is super important because they have a huge impact and when you're when you're surrounded by friends quote unquote or non quote unquote it's very important and especially in high school if you're a high school student listening to this friends are a huge thing and like what group you hang out with what clique you're in it matters a lot and you wouldn't think it would and it shouldn't but it does that's just how it works you got to play the game you can't hate the player you just have to play the game with it so it's super important who you surround yourself with so i'm going to give two scenarios of water seeking its own level one is the scenario that you think okay here's what happens and then i have another scenario and i kind of briefly mentioned it so here's an example say if you're a preppy person like a preppy sweet outgoing energetic person i like to call this personality type the lemons that means they're very bubbly very outgoing very much like sunshine like an extrovert like very much happy go lucky kind of personality those are the lemons so you're just like preppy that's a good way to put it so say you're this really preppy outgoing person right and say that you're starting a school and maybe you just aren't a fan of like the quote-unquote click you're in the preppy people now i do want to preface this by this is an example so do not take this so seriously i just this is the most baseline easy way to put it you're just not really feeling this group so you go out and you're like i'm gonna get out of my little bubble get out of my little comfort zone and i'm gonna go hang out with the theater kids now nothing wrong with theater kids nothing at all but this is an example so we're talking polar opposite groups so you surround yourself by them now they're different than your personality they're the plums for instance plums are very much like down to earth introverted just very calm and you're very high and energetic so when you hang out with these people 
they might not be into the same things as you might not be a fan of how you dress or how you react. So there's two ways that this can go. One way is that they'll be very supportive of you and will help you just be yourself. Like, we love you for who you are. Go be you. Those kind of things. And maybe you might find a new hobby out of it. Maybe you actually like theater, but you still stay true to yourself. But you go out and branch out and you try it. And you might meet one person who you click with really, really well and even though they're technically in a different group than you are, they, they're they still your friend and they'll support you no matter what. That's the goal of it when you step out of your comfort zone and go try to meet new people in different scenarios. That's the good goal. The second one is they might discourage you and bash you for the things you like and then they mold you to fit their perception of how they think you should act. So then therefore you start changing how you dress how you act, the things you do, you quit what you like and you start hanging out around them. But deep down, you know that's not you. So you start to lose yourself because you lowered your standards because, well, these people aren't helping me and supporting me and doing what I love. So why should I just be myself when I could try to fit in? And this happens all the time, especially in high school and even life in general. It's just you're trying to fit into a group because, oh, well, these people will be my friends. So they're helping me. Not really. The thing is, is that with standards, with friendships, you have to be realistic in a sense that you have to be around people who will accept you for you and don't try to like change who you are and make you a different person. And so that's really important, right? You want to be around people who support you for you and it takes time. Maybe you don't like this group, so you go to another group. The right people will come at the right time. The right friends will come at the right time. And don't judge a book by its cover. Give everyone an opportunity, but be realistic and don't waste your time. I'm someone who's very much loves to make new friends, go meet people, be very extroverted and just see life and meet a bunch of people. But I don't have that many friends, realistically. Here's why. When I meet people and I go out of my way to be friends with them, I give them three shots. Three strikes, you're out. (laughs) It's like a baseball game. It's if you have to make me lower my standards to please you and I don't feel like we're going anywhere with our friendship and I don't see me becoming a better person and it's weighing down on my heart more than it is making me happy, then it's not worth it. And I give people three tries. Like, hurt me once, hurt me again, okay, third time, you're done, right? Like, that's just how it is. And this has led me to have a small network of friends. And I have acquaintances, but friends are somebody who I would really... like to spend time with. I will talk to them all day and I won't feel like I talk to them all day. I'll only feel like I talk to them for an hour. Like things like that. Like friends that help support you and make you a better person. It takes time. It takes being social. So you have to be a You can't be afraid to go out there and meet people. You have to meet people and give everyone an option. And the right people will come at the right time. So you have to be brave. And you have to really take time with it. And the standards are standards you set for yourself, but you also set for others. So it takes time. That's my main thing. Where I'm getting at with this is that with standards, you have to be okay with one, spending time finding people. Two, understanding that not everybody is going to be your friend and that you're not going to get along with everyone. Three, you have to realize that you have to stick to your standards and not let them down because you're letting yourself down in the process and 
We don't want that. And four, if you have high standards for people, you have to be okay with one, letting people go who do not reach those standards and being selfish about it. Like you have to be a little selfish. And two, understanding that you might have a small group of close friends and that's okay. It might seem a little lonely because you might only have one or two close friends, but it's worth it because those people are there for you and they reach your standards. So you have to be a little selfish and you have to be okay with being alone a little bit. It all takes time, but once you know you and you know what you want, it will be more easy to separate from what you want and what you don't want and be surrounded by people who you do want to be in your life. Because that's the most important part is being there for others, but also having people be there for you. Now, the thing is with this series of standards and talking about it, it's all kind of a gray area. Standards are something that only... It's specific to each person, so it's hard to say exactly what to do. It's challenging to do. So it's really specifically for each person. So the goal of this series is to kind of help you get through life and kind of have maybe some little keynotes to think of when you're being surrounded by other people and just your relationships and friendships and you, like standards that you have for you because that's really what guides us. It's like our moral compass. That's what I'm thinking is the purpose of this series is really trying to get a baseline understanding of how standards are important to not only ourselves, but our friends and our relationships and partners. And speaking of that, the next episode is going to be about standards we have with relationships. And I'm very excited for that episode. So stay tuned for that. But I hope you gathered maybe some insight to friendship. And maybe if you're in a friendship that's maybe becoming a little toxic, maybe sit down, notice your standards and realize maybe it's just time for me to separate from people. And that's okay because certain people come into your life for certain reasons and then they leave and that's what the universe does. And that's completely okay that you tried your best, you were kind, and you did your part. So with all of that said, I am glad you joined me for this topic and this conversation. I very much enjoyed being back, being able to talk with you. I had a great time. If you have any comments, any future questions, anything you just want to say or talk more about it personally, reach out. Reach out at the Instagram, which is the littlethings.podcast, which will be linked in the show notes. And if you have anything else, feel free to reach out or any episode topics or anything like that. I am so glad that you came back and we were able to have this lovely little discussion. And I hope you have a great day, evening, night, whenever you are watching this, whenever you are listening to this. And I will see you and chat with you in the next episode. Have a great time and I will see you next time. Bye!